100. Hello and welcome to another episode of Laps Gamer Radio. I'm your host, Stuart Dale, and tonight we are in a little bit of celebratory mode. Um, there was news today that one of our favorite games, One Finger Death Punch, is getting a sequel. Yay! We also have some news on just the podcast front. Uh, we are now to be found on Spotify um, for, those, for those who have an account and want this look ups up. Also, there's something about this being the 100th show that we're doing. So, you know, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me tonight, as ever, are a very motley crew. Um, unfortunately, Adam wasn't able to be with us, but the rest of the team are here. So to my left is Kevin Moore. Hello. To my right is Mark Hamer. Hello. To Kevin's left is Ali Cornwall. Oh, lefty. <laughs> and to Mark's right is Andy Petty. Stop. So tonight we are going to do something a little bit different. Um, we have been asking uh, for listener questions over the last two weeks or so, so we have a fair amount of listener questions to go through. But before we start that, what we're each going to do is just take our time and each of us will ask one question to the rest of the group and uh, we'll see what those answers are. So first up is Mark. Oh, Um, (laughs) if you were found guilty of being a brexit traitor and not fully supporting the maybot and you had to be banished to any video game world for eternity which one would it be to flip the conservatives have really upped their powers haven't they (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) would it be bad to say the spa in one of the leisure shoot larry games (laughs) you've got to spend the rest of eternity in well at least the rest of your natural life in whichever way so it might get a little bit old being in the same spa for the rest of of, yeah yeah oh think of the verrucas oh my god Uh, breath of the wild i'll go with that one for mine fair enough because you can stay out of danger lots of fun yeah and it looks pretty yeah. Ooh, L.A. Noir. 1930s Los Angeles. Yep, that would do. Nice, nice. Yeah, but you've got gonorrhea there then. Yeah. Well, you've yeah. probably got it now yeah, for all we know. There's also nice jazz music. <laughs> True. Oh, God. Classic cars as well. Yep. Prohibition. Anybody else? <laughs> Crackdown. I'll go the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. I want to run and jump and run and jump. Rather than just hobble about like I normally do. <laughs> Railroad tycoon. Just travel the trains. Oh, oh nice. Yes. <laughs> okay, next up is Ali. Oh, um, I've actually got seven questions because I got on a bit of a roll what? earlier. Come on, <laughs> been squatting up. If we get if we get like if we uh, lose any content later, uh, I've got a few yep. backups. Right. Um, so my question to you guys is: with all the remasters that are going around, I'm going to tilt it on its head slightly. However, you can bring a game with you if you want. What peripheral from any generation would you want to bring to the current gen 
or PC? Bongos. Yeah. Um, mm. The GameCube controller, hands down. GameCube controller all the time. No, Donkey Kong bongos. Okay. Oh, God. My palms still hurt from that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 15 years later. <laughs> what about Rob the Robot from the NES? Nobody wants that back. Hey. Surely. See, personally for me, I was thinking like the gun from Time Crisis and bring Time Crisis <gasps> back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. apparently it doesn't work with HDTVs and no. all that. No, I don't. Yeah. yeah, but just get a little sensor. Yeah. Anyway. Well, they tried it with um, Time Crisis 4 on the PS3, didn't they? Um, they had sensors that you hooked onto either side of your TV at the top, no. but it wasn't very good, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I just thought of another one. Actually, a little VMUs from the Dreamcast. Oh, oh yes. God, yeah. They'd be quite yeah. nice to bring back. Can't you just have a Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi is <laughs> Possibly. <yeah. laughs> Apparently they're doing the, um, the Duke, aren't they? They're remaking the Duke for the yeah. Xbox yeah. One. And apparently the the, the badge in the middle is going to be a little screen and stuff which yeah. like animates as it's loading up and stuff which is pretty cool if it's the, a remake of the duke the little badge in the middle is a 32 inch screen <laughs> <laughs> yeah with the wii u all over again yeah. <laughs> okay i'll go into my question then uh so a little bit of context then Back in 1999, the world experienced what can be best described as pre-millennium tension. With concerns and panic to do with the Y2K bug, main calendars, and what people were going to call the first 10 years of the 2000s. A lot of the media that year was taken up with coverage of the war in Yugoslavia. Um, there was also a sort of number of sort of celebrity deaths and things like that. There was people like Dusty Springfield, Jill Dando, Curtis Mayfield, Stanley Kubrick, and Owen Hart. On the film front, um, there was things released like Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, Boo. The Matrix, <laughs> and Notting Hill. Boo. For music, there was new album releases from Blur, Suede, Chemical Brothers, and Steps. Hey. However, in games, we had releases of Super Smash Brothers on the N64, Silent Hill on the PlayStation, and Quick 3 Arena. We also saw the release of Sega's Dreamcast console. So my question is this. With its release in 1999, should we view Machico Latino by Jerry Hallowell as the peak of the Spice Girls solo work, and should we consider it to be a Spice Girls solo song at all, given that she officially left the band in 1998? Yes. Donde esta Machico Latino? <laughs> la, 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 la. I don't think I've ever heard this song. La, 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 la. What? Yeah, I'm blissfully yeah. ignorant. Same here. Donde esta... Donde esta mi chico latino? La, Go la, look it up la. on YouTube. <laughs> Something like that. See some people are fans of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those gingers have to stick together. <laughs> I'd rather be ignorant than listen to it. Take me back to my sweet la vida. Find my love, my dolce. Okay, um, Andy, what's your question? Okay, the question is, would you rather live under democracy or a dictatorship led by Father Christmas? I'd live under a dictatorship led by Father Ted. <laughs> no, it's Father Christmas. No, Father Jack. <laughs> Father Jack, definitely. I think I'm living that life already. He'd be far too happy, happy on it all the time. <laughs> what, Father Jack? Well, I'm down, I don't know. 
One would just tell you drink all the time, and the other one would try and kill you with candy canes or something. Oh, carrots. <laughs> I was going to say, one of the weird is like a Penrith pool. <laughs> um, I, uh, democracy. Yeah. Yeah, democracy. F- Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not. But, um, <laughs> if it means an extra present, I, I wanted to go that extra mile. <laughs> no, sign me up. I'll get the elves costume now. I'll do it. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> Just living on schnapps to keep you going. Get in. <laughs> okay, Kev, what's your question? Since LGR began as a fevered idea in the long, hot summer of 2015, what's been the three games you've lost the most time to? Oh, I'll go first. LNOR, Monster Hunter Stories, and Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. And so it's basically Monster Hunter all the way, then? <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> Breath of the Wild, Witcher 3, Ooh, and yeah. Monster Hunter World. <laughs> Because I'm already up nearly 200 hours on that now. <laughs> Destiny, um, Monster Underworld, and Battlefield 4. Didn't you spend about six months playing Destiny? Uh, more than six months. <laughs> it, is, it did feel like um, you were in a boot loop for like, a long time. Yeah, 1,100 hours or something like that. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Money's worth then. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. The Game of Year edition, you know, oh, yeah, about twenty odd hours. Yeah. Um, Lego Marvel Superheroes, I was about fifty. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Um, I think it must have been Lego Star Wars: A Complete Saga. That was about another fifty hours, three hundred percent. Yeah, because you've got all six films yeah. on that, haven't you? So, massive. So yeah, was was free. I'll follow that on quite nicely then, because mine's Lego Dimensions, which we all know is ridiculous. How <laughs> <laughs> um, much about? Six months playing time, actual Bloody playing hell. time now, so uh, it's doing well. Nice. Being a tombstone, died playing Lego Dimensions. <laughs> Still never planning <laughs> it. He's not going to have a tombstone, it'll be a little gold Lego brick. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Right, let's move into the listener questions there. So, first up, and getting a little bit of revenge on myself for um, <laughs> asking a couple of questions on their Ask Us Anything show on Kodak Moments, is Andy Brown at Clinical Andy on Twitter. Could you fit 100 otters on Lockheed McDonald 312, and is it a jam-packed RSPCA nightmare of a plane, or are the otters lounging in relative comfort? I will take this one because... <laughs> I know a little bit of background on this. Technically, the Lockheed McDonald 312 is a fictional aircraft that features in the Radio 4 comedy series Cabin Pressure. The Otter storyline is from Series 3, Episode 4, and you could probably get 100-odd otters onto um, the plane that is affectionately known as Gertie. That's the one with Benedict Cumblesnatch, isn't it? Yeah, Benedict Cucumber, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard some of that. It's quite hilarious. Brandy Snap, <laughs> Cabbage Patch. <laughs> yeah. What radio station is this on? Radio 4. Oh, right, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than just one and capital. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't listen to the radio at all. It's just podcasts. <laughs> I don't know you want to run out with a catch-up. <laughs> 
Looking at that image, I'd say, yeah, I think with 100 dots is quite comfortable. I mean, unless it's like a Learjet or something. Yeah, it's not like it's like a giant otters. Is that 100 in relative comfort? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two enough. to a seat. I don't want to see any cruelty. Cruelty to otters. otters. No. How exactly do you make an otter comfortable? <laughs> this is a very good question. Tickle it under its belly. <laughs> <laughs> show it a screening of Tarka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't show it ring of bright water, for God's sake. <laughs> His next question is then, why do the atomic radii of the elements decrease across period three from sodium to chlorine? Is it because Andy touches himself at night? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> um, I have no idea, <laughs> to be honest. Science <laughs> freaks. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, period three in the school is the hump. The hump period. And it's all downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> we're all escaping. It's like their time off, isn't it? You know? I was going to say, if you're going from right to left on the periodic table anyway things do decrease Mm. so yeah it's just the way they're ordered i found out recently that there's a periodic table of endangered elements is it endangered endangered elements yeah no 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 one of them's helium um because it's one of the uh one of the elements that's light enough to actually escape our atmosphere yeah and And they're sticking it in balloons well in my lungs (laughs) And it's not produced here. It's made, uh, like quite a lot of elements, it's made in stars. And so once all the helium's gone, that's it. So no more balloons. Pretty it's not me for Damn it. Yeah. How was he going to talk like Joe Pasquale? <laughs> <laughs> there is another one, I think. Is it like argon or something like that? If you breathe it in, it makes your voice go really deep. <laughs> I can't remember which one it is. So what would happen if you had a helium and argon at the same time? Nothing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Next two questions are from Andy Antonio from at Furry Tail Dragon on Twitter. Hey. His first question is to each of you, what surprised you most in the time you've been making LGR? For me, I would say it's probably been kind of the relative ease that we've had for getting some interviews and things. Mm. Uh, a lot of developers and other people in the industry have been very keen to just sit and chat with us, um, mm. particularly even at like EGX and what have you as well. Mm. Uh, they've definitely been very welcoming um, anytime that we started chatting with them. Yeah. The thing that surprised me from day one of the podcast right through to this very moment is how Kev manages to function on a daily basis. Um, <laughs> chin chin. What, yeah, exactly. Like what, how would, would you, what would you do if, if, if like suddenly there was no more port? Don't you make him cry again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sit at home on my own worrying about this so many times. You know? <laughs> uh, vodka. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> What surprised me is the fact that we've managed to keep going. Yeah. Considering how much we've done, you know, and <laughs> what kind of output we've had, it's ridiculous. Mm. We just do it because we love doing it. Yeah. I suppose what surprised me most is those four-hour shows we used to at the start. <laughs> oh, 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 don't ever yeah. want to talk about that again. <laughs> oh. Okay, his next question then says, and more importantly, and to whoever who or to whomever wants to answer, would you rather have a toe instead of a nose or a nose instead of a toe? A nose instead of a toe. Really? A nose really? a nose really? on your foot? I mean, like think about that. I mean you you oh. have to smell the inside of your shoe. Yeah. 
all the time. Just wear flip flops. Then <laughs> <laughs> you'd have sand up your nose if wearing flip flops. Or walking on the beach. Better than having a toe on your nose. It'd look revolting. Where would you put your glasses? <laughs> hey, you could still balance oh. your, your, your glasses on a toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could wiggle your nose around then. Would you have to yeah. cut your nose your nose nail? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, I've just thought, right, now this is getting really bizarrely kinky. Surely <laughs> if you've got a nose that's a toe, you could really start to uh, pleasure ladies in ways they didn't yeah. understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah. On the downside, you could act, you could end up getting a Veruca on your face. Yeah. Christ almighty, mm. what kind of an STD is uh, that? You could have David Nellis <laughs> sucking it. That'd be a... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay, next couple of questions are from Dr. Matthew Holt at Codec Moments on Twitter. Debate and discuss. Will a boy ever be able to swim as fast as a shark? He will be because he'd be inside the shark. Depends if he's harpooned to him. <laughs> Do you want a quick scientific answer? Didn't they try doing this recently with what's his face, the Olympic dude? Yeah, Michael Phelps that did yeah, like a CGI mock up hmm. or something. One of the dumbest dead. things I've ever seen on television. Yeah. Isn't that the man from Atlantis? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the slowest swimming shark is the Greenland shark, um, which swims at approximately, or cruises at approximately 0.34 meters per second, which is less than one mile per hour. Um, The average reasonable swimmer, um, adult swimmer, can swim about two miles per hour. Michael Phelps manages about six miles per hour. Uh, So I don't see any reason why a reasonably good um, swimmer um, of a boy could now currently outswim a Greenland shark. Well, it depends how so, old the boy is, isn't it? Done. If he's five years old, might not be able to. Well, true. But he just he doesn't categorise any age. It just says, will a boy ever be able to swim as fast as a shark? And I'd say, yes, they can now. Will boy George ever be able to swim as fast as a shark? <laughs> <laughs> They'd fall apart. Is that too many pies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, his next question then is, a bag contains only red and blue marbles. Yasmin takes one marble at random from the bag. The probability that she takes a red marble is one in five. Yasmin returns the marble to the bag and adds five more red marbles to the bag. The probability that she takes one red marble at random is now one in three. How many red marbles were originally in the bag? I've got this. Go ahead. Why does Yasmin Le Bon want to play with my marbles first off? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the answer is 25. Um, there's 20 blue and 5 red for the initial ratio of 1 in 5. Add 5 red and you get to the ratio of 1 in 3. As you now have 10 red and total of 30. Which is correct. Mm. Sneaky thanks to Justin Knowles from the BAMcast for that. Who, like me, does all his best thinking pissed. Mm. Let's have another drink. (laughs) (laughs) He's smarter than me, pissed up. (laughs) (laughs) Next couple of questions are from Andy Palmer at Remelaptar on Twitter. What are the best and worst things to happen in gaming since LGR Towers first opened its doors to the public? Easy one, loot boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loot boxes are the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst. Yeah, they're definitely the best. Definitely the best. Probably the best would be the Switch. Maybe. The best, yeah. No, that's the worst. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is the best thing to happen. Best thing to me is Lego. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as real Lego sets played with games. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like cake and eat it. <laughs> Woo. Get in. <laughs> I think, uh, personally, I think for me, it'd be the Switch because you get to take it everywhere with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dock it, 
play it in 1080p or whatever and off you go mm. again and the fact that Skyrim's on it I mean that's like if that was a few years ago that would have been awesome when it was released but <laughs> I love the qualifier what? if that was a few years ago it would have been awesome oh yeah I mean it's like <laughs> how old is that game now like nearly it's, 10 years old uh, 7 7 years old it's still good it's still good well, it, 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 yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's not good. but I'm just saying <laughs> if it had been closer to its release time it would have yeah 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 no but, but yeah but now you can finally play uh, Skyrim on the toilet <laughs> <laughs> it's your wish <laughs> exactly <laughs> no it's weird isn't it because if you would have said a few years ago when Skyrim first launched that yeah I'll be playing this mobile <laughs> you just go are you off your tits on acid yeah. what <laughs> you're never going to happen <laughs> well if you'd have said that as well that Nintendo are actually going to make another good console <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was sold more than the PS4 or PS3 or whatever yeah. in its first year hmm. yeah. oh jeez <laughs> sold more than the Wii U in a year than the Wii U did in its lifetime Less than a year, it was yeah. like 10 months. Sold more yeah. than the Wii U on its first fart. <laughs> 15 million units in 10, 10 months. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question then is, what does the world need more? A Kojima dating game, a Miyazaki kart racer, or a David Cage football game? <laughs> well, a David, David Cage, Cage football, football game. game. Oh, David Cage, well, there wouldn't be any football. There would just be people crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is pretty much like football. Uh, <laughs> just 11 men running about a pitch shouting Jason there'd be somebody yeah shouting Jason and they'd be crying and like everyone everyone regardless of nationality would have a slightly French accent yeah um, <laughs> you'd have a number of options as well you'd have pass and quick time events yeah it'd be just oh nothing but quick time events yeah. weird yeah and if if you hacked the code, there'd be a 3D rendering of naked Ellen Page for some reason. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Uh, a Kojima dating sim. Now, I love Kojima, but a Kojima dating sim, I think, would probably be pretty gross. No, it could be just... <laughs> That'd be dark. It could be a box. Uh, yeah, all right, okay. If it was cardboard boxes, then, hmm. yeah. A cardboard box dating sim, then I'd be all on board. No, uh, a Miyazaki kart racer. It's got to be Dark Souls kart racing. Yes, please. It'd be hard as hell. You won't get past yes. the first corner. Yeah. It'd be Death Race 2000. Oh, yes. Okay, movie games never work. The Godfather games aside, shut up. Uh, what movie do you think would actually make a good game? How would it play and who should make it? Oh, I've got a good answer for this one. I looked this up earlier. Go on then. Go ahead. Um, so I would say John Wick mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. in the style oh. of similar to Hitman. so like that third person feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe slightly open world mm-hmm. just so you can get around and stuff. And it would be done by Crystal uh, Dynamics, EDOS Montreal. Ooh. Yeah, um, yeah. And basically it would just be kind of like maybe before John Wick. So he's kind of becoming famous and you get your mobile phone and you get your contracts and it'll go into the actual lore of those films more because mm-hmm. there's some hell of a depth there to embrace getting you to coins and then going somewhere and getting a certain suit made and certain weapons. And then you could even plan your escape routes like it does on the second one with the guns, hide them in certain places. And it could potentially be quite a, a good game. I'm just going to copyright that as well, kind of. <laughs> you could do that. Do you remember the game, the video game that was like the sequel to, it was, it was a video game sequel to the film Hard Boiled? Oh, um, Stranglehold. Stranglehold, yeah. yeah. You could, yeah, you oh, could yeah. do a John Wick game Ooh. like Stranglehold. Yeah. I think John Wick game would be really, really good. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, no multiplayer in it because I don't think you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you could set each other contracts, which would be quite good. A bit, little bit like Hitman. So you could kind of take a little blend of Hitman and chuck a few other bits in. But I think that'd be good. Mm. So um, I saw this amazing film the other week called uh, Alone in the Dark with Christy Insulator. <laughs> 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 I don't know with with the right director, that Resident Evil film starring Mia Jovovich would be a reasonable game. If someone would slap her a bit and make yeah. her actually emote, um, yeah. yeah, 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 needs more blood. <laughs> so, so here's another one for you. Since you're all struggling a little bit, um, I know we've kind of had one before, but a Blade Runner game, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. possibly yeah. done by by Telltale Games, right. but with a new yeah. engine. So upgrade the engine a bit. <laughs> make it 4k and stuff but do it in more of the style of the wolf among us so it's a little bit more like a point and click adventure so you've got mm. to go and find clues and kind of solve certain crimes and different things and and whatnot mm. well who's the people that did the emo game last year life is strange, strange. Don't know. Yeah. um squinix because they they mm. do that pretty well yeah. um mm, the goonies the multiplayer goonies Multiplayer Goonies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we'd be all going off, but, you know, like, a bit like Sea of Thieves. You know, going off, doing all these adventures, you know. You could all be all the little kids, do the truffle shuffle. You, know, <laughs> you can have your cry, hey, you guys. For some bizarre reason, Labyrinth popped into my head. Um, <laughs> God, whenever I was thinking of this. That, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And... It says, um, how would it play? And I think for something like Labyrinth, it would actually be really cool if they went back to sort of the style of some of the older games and what have you. And some levels were platformers, some levels were maybe like a 3D open world um, mm. section, some of it maybe little puzzle things and what have you. Um, just mm. sort of a nice little mix of different genres yeah. um, would, would work get- quite well. Yeah, but Labyrinth has bound to jump into your head because that's your kind. Mm. <laughs> you could have a loot box with a specialist cod piece. <laughs> uh, mine would be the 1926 Buster Keaton classic, The General. It'd be a rail management game, <laughs> but on speed. You'd have no time to actually think about anything. You would have to make sure that your track is actually in front of your train at all times. Otherwise, that's it. You're <laughs> a goner. <laughs> so we got a slapstick railway manager. Cool. Yeah, nice. And of course, you'd get, oh, the people that did Tropico. Um, Calypso. Mm. Get them to do it. Yeah, that would be perfect. Okay, next question is um, from Andy again. He says, I've always said, literally constantly, (laughs) that the Division's world would be a great setting for an end-of-the-world zombie expansion. What other games do you think would benefit from a similar decision? None, because most of them have got it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Sadly, that is very, very true. It does work quite well in an open-world setting, as we saw with Red Dead Redemption, so why not GTA Mm. Five? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Monster Hunter. You've got to go in there. <laughs> zombie monsters? Hunt. So yeah, zombies. basically all the all the ones that you've killed just come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A zombie negagante, you'd be right. Hey, what about zombie Sonic? <laughs> no, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody. What about zombie Mario? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's, he's laid waste to everybody. Oh. He's a mass murderer. Mm. It is, on biblical scale. Gumba zombies. <laughs> Mario zombies. Oh my God. 
last two years, has there been a better thing to happen than the release of a multi-platform non-handheld Monster Hunter? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Me losing my eyesight and getting glasses is still better than that. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, when was GTA 5 released? But it was over two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm loving Monster Hunter World. I've put 150 something hours into it now, but Breath of the Wild, come on. (laughs) Okay, next set of questions then are from Stephen Barnett um, at sbarnett82 on Twitter. First one, hobnob or chocolate digested? Chocolate hobnob. <laughs> That's not the question. <laughs> hobnob, uh, hobnob. As a sandwich? <laughs> all right. Regular hobnob. Yeah. Chocolate okay. digestive. It's got all the major food groups. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate and biscuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Kev on this one. Chocolate digestive. <laughs> uh, hobnob Andy you've got to be the decider Hobnob hey. It's stuck up bastards It's so dumpable <laughs> So is a chocolate digestive you weirdo Yeah but it'll fall off A chocolate digestive doesn't soak up as much mm. of your coffee as, ah, a, as a hobnob But you does. see it becomes more of an art form then You've got to become like the SAS of biscuits <laughs> You've got to get in and out before anybody notices Yeah but but then uh. but then you're like I know I, I like my biscuit too. Yeah but the chocolate's always going to let you down Yeah Chocolate never lets you down <laughs> <laughs> You just get sticky fingers. Oh, don't start that again. (laughs) His next question is, what is the best indie title you have played and why? Ever. Wow. Yeah. What are we going to specify as indie? I know, because it starts um, off. Does that game company count as indie? Depends. Was it published by somebody big? If it was published by somebody big, I would argue. I think no. it was published by Sony because it was a PlayStation only game, wasn't it, Journey? Yeah, there you go. Mm, but don't yeah. EA do like indie games yeah. that they help publish, but they're still kind of independent, aren't they? Unravel or something. Yeah, yeah. Unraveled was one. Yeah, Ori and the Blind Forest. Mm. No Man's Sky is technically an indie game. Mm. This is The Police. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one as well. Oh, I know. Mount your friends. Next question. <laughs> well, actually, I was, I was going to say that you are all being silly and we've already mentioned it. It's mm. what, one finger death punch. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, and of fate. Yeah. Who would win in a fight, Elmo or Oscar the Grouch? Elmo. Why Elmo? Ooh. Oscar the Grouch has got, like... Uh, Oscar the Grouch lives in a bin, man. Oscar's a meme. Bastard. Underdog. You've got to go for the underdog. Underdog. No. Oscar, are we talking about Oscar the Grouch lives in a bin? He's on the streets, man. He is. He's halfway there. Just start twatting it with a pole. He is. Right. He's, he's senseless. Yeah, man. Like, his his immune system has been tempered in, like, raw sewage and rot- rotting vegetables. Oh, he's got a weapon. He's got his bin lid. Yeah, exactly. He's got, he's, he's got a shield straight away. Oscar the Grouch. He'll never quit either because, let's face it, he's just going to get the ass on all the way through. Uh, Elmo (laughs) Elmo would die with Oscar the Grouch's thumbs in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar would just rip the stuffing out of him. Another two from Andy Antonio. If your wildest dreams could come true tomorrow, how do you imagine LGR? Would it change much, if at all? For me, wildest dreams would be winning the lottery tomorrow and basically doing LGR as a full-time hobby. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Likewise. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Would suit me lovely. Mm. Mm. We'd get a lot more content out. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> True. <laughs> Could I continue to do it in my pants? Since you're doing it already in your pants, you might as well. <laughs> yes. All right, then. Yes, I'm on board. 
As long as it's still from your space station. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly one one thing that we wouldn't want to do is start charging for it and everything. I Good mean, God, no. We have always said that we've managed to make it to 100 without asking for money, and we have just been doing it all for fun, just for our own amusement mostly. And if we get listeners and people enjoy listening to us, then that's all the better. Next question then is, also, if train A leaves station X at 10am, travelling at 160 miles per hour, and train B leaves station Y at 10.15am, travelling at 165 miles per hour, how many oranges are there in Bioshock Infinite? Eight. Uh, the correct answer to the trying to trying to because like this whole in, in the beginning areas of Bioshock Infinite, this whole like market stalls and stuff. Yeah, the the correct answer to this is they are abundant because you also find them then on any of the enemies that you kill as well. Oh, of course, yeah, and and in bins and drawers yep. and yep. safes and yeah. Is yes. this like a southern thing? Because oh, up in the north, the trains don't leave at 160 miles an hour. They <laughs> tend to start warming up first. <laughs> Two quick ones from my wife. Um, if you were only allowed to play one game for the next month on whatever platform available to you, what game would you choose? Monsanto World. <laughs> <laughs> but on the Switch. Ooh. Ooh. Either that or Witcher 3 on the Switch. Uh, plus all the DLC. I can have all that with it. Nice. Um, Kingdoms of Amala. I need to get through that bloody game on PS3. Leisure Suit Larry. Real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> One game for the next month. Um, we'll go for Hearthstone on mobile because, yeah, I'm usually playing it anyway at some stage. <laughs> and her last question from my wife then is, what do you love more, games or your wife? Um, my answer is... Be careful now. Is she listening? <laughs> no, but I'd still go for my wife. Okay. Yeah, same here, because she does too much for me. Hey, Stu's wife does too much for you. <laughs> <laughs> They're close. Yeah. She comes around and just hoovers. Real close. <laughs> um, I'm not married, so games. <laughs> Neither am I, so I'll go games as well. I'm married, but you're quieter with games. <laughs> Talk about your bombshells. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) One from uh, Ali's wife, Leanne. If you could be any game character, who would it be and why? Kev's answer is obviously Leisure Suit Larry. (laughs) (laughs) No, Trevor Phillips. (laughs) I'm halfway there. I would be Kirby. <laughs> Again, you're halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm big, round, and pink. <laughs> I can't I can't eat everything yet. But working at it. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. Yeah, but if you're a hat man, you could eat everything. Yeah, but but when Kirby eats things, he puts on a little hat mm. and becomes that thing. <laughs> Plus he's Kirby. He, he floats and he's got he's got a massive hammer in um, Smash Brothers. Um, would it be slightly cheating to say Ash and Pokemon? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get to run around with a Pikachu. <laughs> True, yeah. I'd, I'd go Hitman. Why not? <laughs> Fair. Just get to go around okay. assassinating people, watching what the people do, <laughs> read your paper. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Sit about. Yeah. Visit exotic countries, you know. All right. Just enough for the price of a bullet or two, you know. 
Yeah. Maybe a thousand if it goes south, mm. but you know. <laughs> and then they make a film about you and you're like, Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. <laughs> Could be worse. I don't know who the other guy was. <laughs> Rupert Friend? <laughs> yeah, <that is. laughs> Alphabetti Spaghetti? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Final listener question then is from Mark's girlfriend, Zoe. Why? <laughs> What? I think that's in uh, in answer to his or question to his other thing. Why would you pick games <laughs> over me? <laughs> no, no, I, I like sp- the specific conversation was it was like, um, have you got a question we could ask on our hundredth episode? And she said, Why? <laughs> I just left it at that. And I just left it at that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and give the kids standard answer just because. <laughs> Forty-two. <laughs> that is the yeah. correct answer. Right, do you want to do some of Ali and Kev's questions? Break it up. <laughs> Let Ali go first. Uh, you have seven six. questions. You've still got six to ask, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, okay. We've got to stretch this episode out to 100 minutes. 100 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or I'm going to play lift music for about 20. <laughs> so, uh, which game... Did you get too involved in the hype with and wish you hadn't because the game turned out to be a pile of poo? Ooh. Ooh. There's many of those. I'm going to resist the urge to say No Man's Sky because I actually quite enjoyed it despite it being a bit disappointing. Um, I like it a lot, but I came a lot later to the party than you did. Yeah, no, yeah. that's the thing. Is I, I really enjoy it. It was... It, I really enjoy it despite the fact it wasn't what was sold before. It was so addictive. It was just like, well, I'm just yeah. going to go out to this planet and yeah. harvest all this stuff for no reason. It's like we were sold a particular uh, sold a particular game that it turned out not to be, but what it turned mm. out to be was still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you one. And Andy, you're not going to like this. Kingdoms of Amalur. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Dissension in the world. Well, and it was like all this hype before it came out, and like it was supposed to be the next big open world fantasy third person action RPG and look really good. And I started playing, it was just like World of Warcraft, but with no other people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mine was probably Asteroids. It came out, and I just thought, what? There's just shapes. Man, there's just shapes drifting across. It does exactly what it says on the tin (laughs) Um, Bioshock. Ooh. What the first Bioshock? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it's too much backtracking. Controversial that is. I've been trying to do it about three times, and he's just like Andy is just like a shark. He never goes backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like doing this for that, I just, it really annoyed me. It's like, yeah, try to get into it three times. Nope, Bioshock. I always push ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty to look at. Oh, it's still good to look at, but it's just ah, it's just nah. <laughs> terrible to play. Yeah, it's bad to play. It's a bad game to play. In my opinion. No, I don't have an answer for that because it's very rare that I would get caught up in a lot of the hype and actually end up buying a game um, sort of on day one or very soon after release. Fair enough. You did get caught up in the hype about Adventure Capitalist, though. (laughs) There was hype about Adventure Capitalist, really? (laughs) All 20 minutes of it. (laughs) Ali, what's your next question? If you could erase your memory, and I mean everything about a game... Just so you could experience it as a fresh newbie to a game, what would it be? Grand Theft Auto 4, for me. Just 
opening up New York City or what is supposed to be, you know, their approximation of it. But yeah, oh, mm. Liberty City is amazing on that. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 4. I'm going to say either Brothers A Tale of Two Sons or The Last of Us. First God of War, that opening level where you're fighting the Kraken on the PS2. What about the level a bit further on where you get to see the woman with the boobies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, God of War. Amazing. God of War, that, that game was just unbelievable on the PS2. Actually, going a bit further back, probably Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first time I saw a dinosaur on that, I absolutely shit my pants. <laughs> was not expecting it. That got nothing to do with the game, though, had it? <laughs> For me, I would probably choose something that's reasonably shortish that I could then just go back and sort of um, play again. I honestly can't think of a title off the top of my head, though. Yeah, nothing's coming to mind. No imagination, Stu. I know. Mm, it's forgotten it already. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. This question has a definite right answer, so Ooh, be two, careful. Four, one, eight. What is the greatest vehicle in video game history? Yoshi. The Warthog from Halo. Wrong. Mario Kart. Wrong. Oh, no, the Japanese bullet train in A-Train HX. No. Nope. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out then. Oh, the X-Wing. That's what it's called. No. No, it better no, be good. Right. You you're, you're going to say the one in Mass Effect or something, aren't you? Well, the Normandy. Yes. That's a good answer. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Very good answer. The Millennium Falcon. No, it's the taxi from Crazy Taxi. Come on, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good call. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather play whatever Warhammer game you wanted? No platform restrictions, so you can play on anything for as long as you wanted with no interruptions, so you don't have to actually shift from your chair. <laughs> or would you be locked in a room covered in whipped cream with 28 sex-starved nymphomaniacs? I feel like this question is directed at somebody very specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quite put my finger on who. Uh, uh, and the nymphomaniacs, male or female? Uh, whatever you desire. Sweet. <laughs> a little column A, a little of column B. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, less of column B. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's only one person in this room now that's deliberating about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to ask which Warhammer game. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be one that is currently released? No, it can be any Warhammer game from oh, any year and any and on any platform you so desire. Oh, sex or Warhammer. <laughs> How is that a decision? <laughs> <laughs> I've broken him. Uh, 28. Uh, yeah, all right. Maybe 25 would have gone with Warhammer, but 28 swings it to sex. It takes the balance. <laughs> Are you constantly covered in whipped cream? Do they refresh it every so often? Once it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> Could I have a shower? Is it like a whipped cream pie? You know, is it, does it come out from the um, ducks or something, from the air vents? Well, maybe you've just got a whipped cream fluffer. What if you're lactose intolerant? <laughs> you're not eating it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> have some imagination, boys. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> some, of, some of it might get in your mouth. <laughs> I'm hoping it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a carry-on film all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be good for your eyes, I think. No, no. 
Yeah, you haven't well, thought well, this well, through. I'm going to go Warhammer. <laughs> Warhammer's safer. <laughs> Too many variables. I might uh, throw my back out. <laughs> there's 25 of them. They could pick you up. <laughs> there's 28. <laughs> what are the other three doing? <laughs> hey? I'm I can't tell you. <laughs> Cleaning the whipped cream up. What game do you love so much that you think it deserves a sequel regardless of its age? So it's not a remaster. This is something that's a game you love dearly. Could be from way back in the in the day, but you think it's that good. It deserves a second game, a follow up, something that's left you hanging. Pokemon Snap. Does it have to have been like a single game, or could it have been like a series of games that stopped? Could be a series. <laughs> That'll be Mark thinking Legacy of Kian. Yeah. Actually, no, <laughs> no. No, that, that's that's the obvious one, but no, no. Uh, I I would quite like them to bring back Commander Keen. Okay. I used to love Commander Keen when I was a kid. See, for me, it would be um, Nolf or No One Lives Forever, because those two <clears throat> games were awesome. So yeah. funny. <clears throat> so funny. I would like them to do another Monty Python's Flying Circus game, because the only game I've got of that is on the Atari ST, and... One of my Atari STs has now died, so I'm down to my last one. So if anybody's out there that actually can produce <laughs> a, a Monty Python game for the current generation, that would be lovely. Thank you mm. very much. I'd like to do some Discworld games like we used to do. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, no, yeah. you've opened a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Discworld. Oh, yeah. Another, another Discworld noir game. Oh, yeah. my God. That game was so good. <laughs> oh, Point and click and noir yeah. in the Discworld world? Come on. Yeah, Discworld games. So yeah. Okay, last two. Not that I've spent all day writing questions at work. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. We all no. have a game that you can just put on and veg out to on the sofa. Doesn't matter what it is. However, you cannot pick anything from the GTA series. What is your chosen game? So something that you just chill out to, you don't really get particularly frustrated with. And you can just go about your day and it's your go-to game. One Finger Death Punch. <laughs> Elite Dangerous. It's a space oh, yeah. trucking game. Yeah. You just yeah. pick up cargo, go to the next place, drop it off, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Arkanoid. Mm. Just bouncing balls off and destroying bricks. Are you going back to that other question, Andy? With the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Those are> balls. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's probably Hustle Kings. It's just pool. I thought he was going to say Lego Dimensions for a change. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that is frustrating the hell out of me now. <laughs> Still not finished it, but Hustle Kings, it's just pool, but it's pool I can actually play because <laughs> I am useless at pool in real life. But on that, not too shabby. And my last and final question, I promise. What gaming universe do you feel needs to be expanded on? So what game do you really, really like? you want that universe to be expanded on but in a slightly different setting so for example modern warfare and you could have tank racing or something like that for a daft example <laughs> but yeah so it's so like just cause but there was something you really liked about that game and you want them to go in more depth on or just cause you could not expand it's already takes up half a planet <laughs> 
you know what I mean. Um, I would like them to expand upon the world of The Witcher, but as a total war game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it number two where they have that massive battle? Well, they have massive battles in quite a few of them. Well, yeah, there's a, there's, there's a war going on throughout all three games. <laughs> Is it the second one where you're going up the trebuchets and stuff? And uh, yeah, the, the second one starts with a, a battle. You get caught. Actually, there's, you get caught in quite a lot of battles all the way through that game. And that's now four, uh, backwards compatible and up into 4K on the Xbox One X. It's a mm-hmm. good game. Tetris is a 2D beat-em-up. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Rock band with real groupies. Now we're talking. Does that one involve whipped cream as well or not? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a theme going. <laughs> Batman as a strategy game. A dating yeah. sim. right that wraps up all the questions that we have for tonight i'd just like to thank everybody for listening to us prattle on for a hundred odd episodes now if you want to see what else we're up to you can follow us on twitter at lapsgamer you can go to our website which is at lapsgamer.com and uh, well you're already following us on podbean or whatever anyway so you know if you feel like it leave us a review on itunes we haven't had one of those pop up in a little while Go and listen to us on Spotify, just to, you know. Yeah. Yes. And tell Codec Moments that you're listening to us on Spotify, because <laughs> yeah. they'll love that. <laughs> and if anybody can get Alexa to play it on, <laughs> on it, that'd be awesome. I've tried, but it can't understand my dodgy accent. <laughs> so that's all from me for tonight. Ciao. Bananas. Adios. See ya. Ciao, Bella. One hundred.